Pasha, Pasha Yisrael, we have the Pasha and the Torah. Kabed esavicha v'esimecha, l'man yarichun yamecha. Torah tells us that we should do kibbutz avayim in order that we should have a long life. Question is, what happens when it comes to kibbutz avayim? Is it brought down that a person should have a long life? A lot of mitzvahs. Right? Why over here did the Torah pick the man yarichun yamecha? Not that the kasha is such a stark kasha. But there's a murder that deterrence to this kasha that Rabbeinu Bechaya in this week's parasha brings down. And he brings this down from Rav Sadi Goin. So this goes back quite a while. And he says, why punk this mitzvah? And he explains, He says, sometimes it happens that parents live to an old age. And the, and the children, the, the parents become a massa kaved, a very heavy burden on the children. And to take, take them properly is very hard. This is why the Torah tells you, you have to be mechabed them and live with them. Sometimes you'll say, person will say, Kenish, guy's living so long, I got to get on with life. And the MS, this Rabbeinu Sadia Goin is a Muridika Chizik. Sometimes you speak to people, they're dealing with parents that are not well. And they ask, like, what? Tell is telling you, it's not costing you. Busy dedicating a person, dedicates his life to, to help his parents, it doesn't cost you. And if a Benisadi going is explaining that is taka going on, this is the kuda at a time where it's difficult and one has to take care of parents. So we figured, you know what, maybe we should talk and discuss this week, this sugya. Caring for parents when they're old, what are the obligations, what the chiyuvim the people have? And we'd like to really discuss three sugyas. Number one, what is Taka, the children's obligation in regard to caring for parents? Do they have a right to just put them in a nursing home? Or do they have an obligation to actually care for, for them themselves? I think most people will agree, even if there are any nursing home administrators in the room, that Lamaisa, at the end of the day, most patients get much better care at home. Unless, of course, you're in the sales department. Lamaisa, people get better care at home. So does a child have a right to forego that and put a parent in a nursing home? Or is a child to take a parent into the house and to take care of them properly? Question number one. Question number two that comes up, um, people ask, they have a parent that is severely demented or for that matter in a hospital in some sort of comatose state or vegetative state, whatever it is, but basically is Bili Hakara and the parent is sitting in some hospital in Manhattan and the child has a Shiloh. Do I have a Chiv to go drive all the way down to Manhattan to see the parent 
if Lamaisa at the end of the day, the guy doesn't even know that I'm there. And the third Shiloh, which comes up in this Indian, is regarding giving parents shots. As we'll see, it's a very, very shver Shiloh for a person to give shots. And the question is, um, what's the Shiloh and potentially what's the Eitzah? So in this problem per se, where we started off with in regard to nursing homes, uh, a parent requires a tremendous amount of care, lifting and schlepping and so on. And as anyone who's ever hired aides know, they come sometimes, they don't come other times. And a child wants to know, could they take care? Yes, they could technically take care of their parent. However, the mitzvah is that it is very, very difficult for such a person to take care of his parent because at the end of the day, um, it requires a lot from them. Is there a chiv or is there not? So the chayra, the Torah says, if a person's parent can get better care within the confines of a home versus the setting of a nursing home, the chayra, the we should start and say that the person is zechem achayv. And the truth is, there are some poiskim that bring certain svaris. I want to go through them quickly to try to justify a reason why a person may not be mechoyiv. For example, the steichemet, amareches, mem, klal, reish, chof. Mechoyiv meaning that who's mechoyiv to pay for it? No, they mechoyiv to care for their parent themselves. We'll get to who has to pay for it in a minute, in a few minutes. So the steichemet, amareches, Mem, Klal Yeshchaf, says a very Mechudashtik of art. He says, some Achreinim want to say that this, that Mitzdayer is Potter. That since it's a Mitzvah say, just like you find by Sukkah that Mitzdayer is Potter, you don't have to sit outside of the Sukkah in the rain. So, who had then any Mitzvah say that has the level of Mitzdayer that Sukkah has is, is your Potter from. The problem with this is the Stechemin is Ma'ur. That no, the reason why we find that mitzvah is potter by sukkah is not because every mitzvah say a mitzvah is potter. The reason why a person is potter by sukkah is because it's a din of teshvi came to do that you you have to live in the way that 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 it, you have to sit in the sukkah the way you live, and just like if you were living in a house and it started leaking into your dining room, you would get up and go to another room. So who had then? You, 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 you're part of in the midst of sukkah because it's missing teshuv came to do. But you don't find anywhere that if a person's mitzvah by shaking lulav or a person's mitzvah putting on tefillin that he's part of. This is one possibility. In Shulis van Hagas, Chelik Beis Simintov Memdalit, Rabbi Shemberg tries to maybe um, suggest a second example, a second teretz, and that is that we have a policy of amavazves. Al Yivazves Yosemichaimish. That when a person comes to Mitzvah say, a person's in, in a place and he, he's starving. He can eat treif or he can give over his house to someone and it'll feed him kosher. So if it's a Mitzvah say, the halach is he has to give away all his money not to be over in Mitzvah say. But in Mitzvah say, Amavazves Al Yivazves Yosemichaimish, the Gemara in Baba Kamo, I believe on Dafir Aleph, the Gemara over there says that. I'm sorry. The Gemara over there says that a person only mechayif to give up up to a fifth of his money. So the shaila is if kaved esavicha vesimecha is a mitzvah say. So the emes you can make an argument that most people would rather give up a fifth of their money 
than to have to schlep and to handle and to do all the things that they need to do and not be able to work and all the other things that come with it. And it probably even may lead to them giving up more than a fifth of their money. So if that's the case, you can make an argument that you surpassed the chiv of what's needed and therefore a person has a right to say, I'm not mechuyiv to do this. This is the potential that the Tshuvas Van Hagas puts down as far as this maybe a tour. The problem is that the Achreinim and the Rishonim already have a discussion, and Cheshchinach has a long discussion about this, that's very true if you have a child of a mitzvah of today. Right? If the only way a person can get back into a place of Lulav and Esri is by hiring a private jet, and Lemaisi doesn't have that kind of money, so he's not mechuyiv to it. However, the problem is, that's for one mitzvah saseh. But every mitzvah saseh, a kibbut aveim is every second. So there's a chaymish, and another chaymish, and a third chaymish, and a fourth chaymish. And Lemaisa, at the end of the day, the Mechuschimach has a tzad, that if someone's being over a mitzvah saseh, every single second, could be it's more chamer already than a lav. A lav is a one-time thing. A mitzvah say is constant. So therefore, to say such a svarah, um, one does not, one can't really shtel because over here, Lemaisa, he has a chiv every second to take care of his father, and therefore dumping him in a nursing home where the care is, 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 is not as good, potentially the person is being mevatled this mitzvah say. A third side. How is it every single second or whatever the father asks you? Right now he needs something. He can't ask. If a person knows his father needs something. So you're handling, when Baruch Hashem, my father's healthy. If he needs my help, he'll call me. Right? But let's say a guy's not. Right? The father's not, he's not healthy. He's he's machayu. He gives him to eat. He gives him to drink. He has to take care of him. Right, but the answer is okay. So it's not every second. So it's a hundred times a day, by breakfast, by lunch, by supper. When when they yelled at him to, right? you know how these resting homes work. There's a lot of opportunities for keeping up him There's a third tzad that's brought down which Gadda brings up a very fascinating tumul, and that is that there's a shayas of tshuvas b'samim rosh. The b'samim rosh is a tshuva sefer that is um, attributed to the rosh, meaning that the rosh wrote shayas tshuvas rosh, and then wrote another tshuva sefer called b'samim rosh. And in the shayas tshuvas b'samim rosh, he has a chiddush, that a person is not mechuyiv to bali de choyli, to do a mitzvah saseh. That the chay bahem v'loishi yamos bahem we know. So by Chil Shabbos says the b'samim rosh over there, a person it's a chomadike iser. So unless it's pikuach nefesh, a person is not mechuyiv to give up. A, a person is mechuyiv not to, not to be mechal Shabbos. But once it's pikuach nefesh, a person is not mechuyiv to give up his life. Zok the b'samim rosh when a person is 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 will do so much that he'll get sick from a mitzvah saseh. The Chai Bohem says, the game mitzvah saseh, that a person is not mechuyiv to get himself sick 
in order in order to be a mekayim mitzvah is memeila. So I want to say that if you could understand like this b'sam rush, so you could say that the ma'isa he says Santa Lashon over there. Psakadish Baruch who wants people to live and be healthy doesn't want people to get sick. So if that's the case, a guy has a father and a mother and he has to schlep him out of bed and he's going to have back pain and he's not going to be able to sleep at night because they're going to always call him and ultimately he's going to get sick and shvach and not be able to function. So maybe, potentially, that should be a reason to put him in the nursing home. Now, the truth is, I don't want to really get too much into this, but this is a fascinating discussion in general. The authenticity of the Bissamim Rush. Because if you look in Pischei Tshuva, throughout Yeridea especially, he, he quotes the Bissam Rush pretty often. The Bissam Rush was put out by a Rav who wrote a Ha'oris on the bottom of the Bissam Rush called Kosa the Harsana. And the Pischei Tshuva throughout Yeridea quotes not only Bissam Rush, but this fellow Baal HaKosa the Harsana as well. Lumaisa there was some very serious questions about the Frumkeit and the Ehrlichkeit of this Rav, the Kosa the Harsana. As you know, in Europe at that time, there were many Goyset Hamid HaChachamim that lied there, turned into Maskilim. And there was a real question of this fellow, how, how much of a kosher Jew was he really? And the truth is, when they started looking a little closely at the Tshuvas Bissam and Rosh, there were a lot of funny Tshuvas. For example, this tshuva to say that Hashem really wants, you know, he's he's a man of peace, you know, he wants everyone to be good and healthy, and this is not what Hashem really wanted, you know, doesn't sounds sounds maybe like a Friar psychologist, you know, not so much like the way the Torah works. And what really uh, pushed uh, the oil to the edge is there's a tshuva in which. We know there's three mitzvahs that are Yarag Val Yavah, Gili Arayis, Avadizar, and Shvichas Dama. There's a Tshuvah, B'Sam Rosh, that says that if that this halacha, that it's Yarag Val Yavah, is halacha ve'eim marim ke. Avad, the person himself knows, if, if he's confronted, that he has to give up his life, he gives up his life. But a Rav should never pass him that people should give up their lives. And he says, because, you know, in Golos, Klaes are small, and we can't we, we can't have people dying because of this, you know the Toivasa and Reb Shlaim Kluger and the Chassam Seifer, who were alive when this Pesefer went out, were extremely unimpressed. You look in the dark Tshuva in Simon Kufnan and Zayin, he goes he goes on for pages bringing the Marmakaimis about that the Sefer is a zilf and a false and it can't be it's the bedrock of, of, of Yiddishkeit. But Kitzah upon him, this, this Sefer B'Sam and Rosh is a very questionable Sefer. And therefore, to rely on this Psach, Befrat, that this is uh, what the Poiskim really bring down as one of their Rayas, that, that the whole Sefer is a fraud. So it leaves us with a little bit of a question, so what do we do over here? So in Shazat Shuva Shevet HaLevi, Chelek Tess, Simen Kuftzah Dizayin, he was asked a million dollar question. There was a fellow who was taking care of his father, and he was taking care of him to the point that he wasn't showing up to work pretty much. He was busy with him all day and all night, and he refused to put him in a nursing home. And the reason he tied it is 
that he will definitely take care of him much better than the nursing home. And therefore, this is what he wants to do. And he doesn't want to, to, to put him in a nursing home whatsoever. The problem was, the Rav who sent Rav Ozen to Shiloh, there was a big ikuf to this. If anyone could guess, it was his wife. She had other ideas that Lamaisa, you have a job, you have a family, and you can't just shut down your whole life to take care of your father. So he sent the Shiloh to Rav Ozen, and what should they do? So Rav Ozen writes in the tshuva that if there's a pass, that if we, if there's a, if there's a serious tzad, that by sending him to a nursing home, they're going to kill him or seriously be massacred, then Avada, you can't send him there. But he says, let's say that's not the case. Right? Most nursing homes, you do your research, that's not the case. The difference is, the care at home will be better than the care in the nursing home. To what level is a person to do it? And he basically paskins over there that we find in many places that for Shalom Bayis, Kibir Ava'ein is not the Shalom Bayis. There's cases there in, in Svarim, where wives get into fights with fathers, with father-in-laws. I can't imagine ever such a thing happening as Manazah, but Akaponim, Lemaisa, things happen, and, and Lemaisa, it's Mavur, that Pemakim Shalom Bayis. That's something you take into account, even unless the wife says, I don't care about that. You take that into account. One second. So he writes over there, that's number one. Number two, he's very concerned about the guy's Parnosa. Comes out, the Pekir, Kibir of Aim is Michel Av and not Michel Ben, and therefore a son is not Machuyev to give up his whole Panosa. And Toch Dvorov, he says a piece over there, a sharp and he says that Harbe Pa'omim, the Metzius is that it's near Bechush, that this that this setup is Efsha, and it's Goyrim Laroy's Hamishbacha. That's his Lashon. It destroys families. And therefore, he says, at the end of the day, this is a too big of a price to pay, and therefore, Zakhtar, the, the, the person's not doing the right thing. And as long as he can find a nursing home that's not going to kill him, he should go and put him in a nursing home. The bottom line, what we see from this whole schmooze, is that Ba'atzim, it's not a simple shayla. And the truth is, the, you know, there's, there's so many milas to, 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 to our city and our town. And perhaps, one of the things that goes almost unnoticed is the musig that is so common here that people move their, their parents in from Brooklyn or wherever, build an extension on the house, take care of their parents in the last days, and being that they have their own apartment and their own aid and their own this, they're able to, to sort of get the best of both worlds where a family can function. Remember, Rav Osner's writing chuvas for the Illuminary Israel. So if you have a three-bedroom apartment, minus one for the father, and we're left with the two bedrooms, it's, 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 it's a very, very difficult and tall order to, that a family shouldn't be affected. But Baruch Hashem, we see over here many families are able to do it. And what you see really is, is that when it comes down to it, it's really like a dchuya, a, a, not a hutra. Meaning, a person is mechuyif to take care of his parents, and therefore, if it could be worked out in a way, in the right oifin, avada to geval the kazach. Agav, the poiskim say, I saw on the sefer, that the, the poiskim taina, that if a person does put him in the nursing home, so really, who should pay for it? Mishalav. The father, person's not mechuyif to spend money for kibbutz However, they taina, that could be the amount of money 
that's needed to feed him and to wash him and to do the things that Pe'etzim, the son, is mechuyiv to do. So that is lavdafka mishalav. That's you pattering yourself for mechuyiv that you really have. Terit says you got somebody else to do it. Like this shayla comes up. Why, why can't people take tuition for meiser for, for tuition? So a lot of places can say that the reason is is because meiser you have a chiv to teach your son, right? You're bailing out on the chiv, you're giving it to, to the cheder, fine. But at the end of the day, to then turn around and take meiser, it's not meiser. Not don- donating money to, to your son's cheder. No, you're, 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 you're bailing out on your own chiv. You have somebody else doing it. So on such a zach, you can't take meiser. So who had din? Some places can point out that could be, now, you know, in America, this is all mostly insured, so it could be the whole shad is not in the but just to give the idea that perhaps the person's mechuyiv and God is doing it. In the second shad that we handled, it's a very fascinating tshuva, I mentioned it earlier at the beginning of the tshuva from Tshuva Svan Hogus, Majesh who asked, who was asked this question from a family whose father was Bili Akara, and the shad was what their obligations are, are they mechuyiv? And one of the questions that the sons had was, am I even mechuyiv to go visit him? He doesn't know the difference. So if I'm mechuyiv to mechabit, a parent, which is a mitzvah, and visiting a parent, by the way, is a mitzvah. It's kedai to mention once we're on this topic. It's a lot of places can hold that to go visit a parent, your parent lives in Monsi. You go to Monsi for a chasana, could be he's an Indian. You're in the city already. To talk a stop by, assuming your babysitter is not going to kill you, to, to, to say hello to your parents, to visit is a mitzvah. And it's interesting, a lot of the svarim bring down, I saw a few poiskim already say this, that if a person tells his parents he's coming for Shabbos, and then backs out, it could be it's nishvah levatel ha mitzvah, right? It, it, uh, by a nidre mitzvah, you don't even have to say a nether, and you're ready mechayif to do it. So just like when a person donates the tzedakah, we know he has to say beli nether. When you call your mother and say, I would like to come for Shabbos, I believe that they like to come for Shabbos because if you say you're going to come for Shabbos and then your child gets sick and you back out, could be you've already made a nether out, keep it over aim that you're going to come. Santa Shiloh. But Akoponim, visiting a parent is taka, keep it over aim. Based on this, they ask the Meshach but if the parent doesn't know the difference, what's the point? So the Maisi says two svaras. First of all, he says that it's very important inside the staff that they have to see that people are interested. Tzadas Alein is the biggest keyboard you could do because you're ensuring that he's taken care of. And second of all, he says, he says, part of keyboard of the aim is a person is supposed to walk around feeling with the akara that his father is the most chashma person in the world. And a person has to have his akara. Part of keyboard is to be mechabed in his mind that he's a chashma person. By showing up there, that's being mechabit a person. A person who's just left and no one cares and no one comes. So whether he realizes it or not, oh, but the etzem keyboard is there. You mechabit your parent. How you mechabit? By having visitors, that tells the fact that he's an Adam Nichbad. And although he could or can't realize, it's irrelevant. Because Das Alein is, 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 is an Adam Nichbad. It makes a person kashuv and therefore... He, he holds that a, a child still has an obligation to show up. How often is another question, but I'll call upon him uh, at least to show up. Because if the parent has Alzheimer's, there's no anything. No, there's no anything. It's a cover to right? I, I remember when Afshach was sick, the little child getting in there till the last day, right? Afshach, 
go visit Reb Shach. Ah, he's laying there in Abach. But the nice, you have to go visit. I want, I want to see him shach. I was to see two months before he was lifted. That's it. I have a divorce of him, right? It's all the chash. The last Shiloh is a very shver Shiloh. The question of of shats. So where does this sugya come from? In Shulchan Aruch, it's the Reish from Aleph Sif Gimel. It brings that if a father has a kites on his skin, so he shouldn't take it out. Why? Because Shema Yavai Lasis Chabur. Because he's going to come to make a chabur, and we know maka over ve'imoy is b'misa, so we're afraid he's going to come to make to make to make a chabur. And the Rian explains that what's the vort? Because a shigigas chedek, meaning to put oneself into a matziv that potentially is chedek, meaning making a person's parent bleed, is a shigigas chedek, is 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 a key of chedek. So to do it by mistake. It's as acham and the gazach that we don't let. And the Gemara in Sanhedrin Taka brings that Rav never let his children take a splinter out from him, even though most used, almost always the child wouldn't bleed, the Rav wouldn't bleed, but he was afraid that it's going to lead to bleeding, and therefore he asked it. Based on this, the Paiskin Taka say that if someone has a parent, the child themselves shouldn't give the parent a shot because of Shigigashchenek. Because to make a parent bleed, and the, the police can talk about if the father's a, if the son's a doctor and the father wants surgery from him, and again the police can advise very strongly against it. I remember once asking Shmuel Katz in regard to a chayla in the family who had diabetes, and the question was, you know, the aide is going to give the diabetes shots, but but the Maisa, they're suggesting that the that the daughter should know how to do it. So the first question Shmuel asked me was, how come the son-in-law can't do it? The answer was, he was going to faint. And Vimela, uh, the question was, is it Mutter Asa? So I remember him telling me that she should do whatever she could not to give her father a shot. However, <coughs> she should know how to do it. Meaning she should go through the demo to know how to do it. Because it's Sakana to leave a diabetic in the house without a mahalach to give a shot, but that a child, and therefore, even if she has to do the demo or whatever, and by mistake makes her bleed, she has to know how to do it. But at the end of the day, um, she should avoid, and she should have nurses and backups and neighbors, but never to give a, 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 a parent a shot. First of all, I say it's not Dechalais, say she is by curse. And uh, again, Shigas Kanek is, again, you, tr- you try to avoid it if you could. So by, by what? Right. But the word is, it's Psikresha, it's Tzarek Rufua. A lot of poets can hold that if it's Derech, it has to, in order to be Chayev Misa, it has to be Derech Nitzoy, which means if, if you're doing it just the Rufua, it's Mutter. The problem is, if you do a little bit extra, that's where potentially the problem comes. So, Akaponim, this is the sugya. It's for this reason that many people have a chumrah not to give their father haircuts, especially in the back. The machine sometimes can make bleed. Again, it's a muscle, it's a it's a, it's a, but the maisa, because of the chaymeh ha'iser, there are many people that are makbid not to give haircuts. I think COVID did a lot of people in on this, right? Someone had to give the father a haircut, so Mela. 
a lot of people at that point will make it. But the Maisa, there is a Pesach. Pais can want to say that if you have an oiled machine, it's taken not such a shash and it's okay. Okay, we went a little over time here. Just quickly on the Pasha. Yisrael tells Moshe Rabbeinu that he has a Moshe that eats of him. It's not, not good. Novel Tibo, you're going to get too tired. So you know what you do? Appoint, appoint assistance. You should have, sorry, me, sorry, 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 and this should be the Dayanim. So if the Ulam has any Shilas, they'll go to the Dayanim. So you have a Dayan for every 10 people. I guess if he doesn't know, it goes up. And eventually, this way, you have a system. And Moshe Rabbeinu is not stuck carrying the whole thing by himself. That could be Ruchim, a Kasha, Poshta Kasha. How in the world are there so many Dine Torah in the time of the Midbar? Right? Don't forget, they didn't even need to buy clothes, they didn't buy food. Right? Nobody died. There was no Yerushas. Where are these Dine Torah coming from? Right? One Dayan for every ten people? I think we have two Batidinim, three Batidinim, the whole Lakewood. Right? One Dayan for every ten people? What's talking about? So I'll give you a moment. He says, by us, when it comes to Archaim Yeradeya, Mezucht Alechumus, Matzah, Ahin, Aher, has to be like this. Our Esrig, is it this? Is it that? When it comes to Cheshem Mishpat, all of a sudden, all the Chumas go out the window, right? So I give you a Our Cheshem Mishpat, what we're used to, is there a Mekulish Ali? Is there a Mekulish Ali? Each guy thinks it's his. So you come, the, the Rav comes, and he tries to make a Pshara and work it out, and sometimes he can't, ends up in Bezdin. So I give you a in the time of the Midbar, they looked at Cheshem Mishpat. The way they looked at, or the way we look at, or the way we're supposed to look at, Archaim and Yeridei. Every guy was tying in Kula Shaloi. I'm not touching a penny if it's not mine. So you have one guy screaming, he's not touching it because maybe it's not mine. Get into a car accident, they're both screaming that they want to pay for the other guy because they're pushing not sure. And if there's an Issa, there's a Gneva, and I'm not coming back. Right? That was the attitude. So if that's the attitude, so you could talk a half, sorry, I saw us. Now you already have a lot of DNA Torah. As I said, is the attitude. It's a Moedekazach. You see people, right? They have some sort of money dispute. Gansukhashimish, but they have on their fingertips in one second. Right? It's, it's, it's partial, it's this, it's that, it's Yens. They have a Gansukhashimish, how they're 100% right. And, and it goes to such an extreme. And the, the other person, he's, he's Stam, he's a Ganif, he's a Rosh, he's a this, he's a that. And even if, if they end up in Bezdin, and they end up that the Psach goes against them, now the Dayanim are, are the same Ganif and Rosh and so on. Where does it come from? Because we have a Moedik and a Gius when it comes to Mama. We can't see the other side, and most important, maybe, maybe we could lose, but he, Zichah, can't win. That's the attitude that every single person has. And Zakrabi Ruchim, in the time of the Midbar, Klai Yisrael was, was the complete opposite. And if I could lay to the Rashi's Medayik, that Yisrael gave a whole list, and then it says that they couldn't find certain things, they couldn't find Sonia Betza, they couldn't find it, right? 
And Rabbi Yochum's tiny, this is how they lived in the Midbar. And Nachalz, the Torah was money. It wasn't with the whole sign of Betzah that it really a yid needs to be. We're so far removed from it. A yid we have to know, we have to walk around with. We're very, very quick. We have a decision to make. We make it. guy, we yell louder. Just because you yelled louder than him or yelled at the guy till he got off the phone and refused to handle with you, does that really make it right? We have to get in the habit. When we have a shayla, we need a rov that we can be able to ask it. If a shtetzach a rov kim paskin a shayla, but he can zikha tell you that you're wrong. And sometimes, I've had so many times that people call up and ask a shemishpat and they get about a third of the way through, and they're like, now that I'm thinking about it, there's no tzad that I'm right. Okay, thank you. What happened? They had to say over the shayla. And once they had to say it over, and they had to put it on paper, it didn't make sense. And we have to realize, we're loaded with Nagiyas, when it comes to Mammon. And if we could take a lesson out of the Pasha, next Pasha is, Eila HaMishpatim HaShetasim Lufneim. We have to ask Shailas. We're 100% right. So what are you scared of? Call the Rav. If Zuchah be masking to you, if it's sad not, you're 100% right. So Zuchah going to be masking. If we get in the habit of asking Shailas, not passing things on their own, with them, Taka, we can have a schus that Taka be Nizr, Nizr in Zayla, Nizr in Allah, in Yonicha, Shemishpat, and then Taka be Zaycheh, that we come up after 120 and say, Nasasav and Asatav Amana, that we Taka did things correctly. A good Shabbos.